0: but it's all about like carving your own path, your own style. Mm -hmm. And instead of chasing people, you let people come to you.
1: What's up? Welcome to the New Era podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I am your host, New Era. If this is not your first time tuning in, welcome back. I have a very special guest. He goes by the name of Kyle DeJamco.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> got it right.
1: What's up, Kyle? So you're a Los Angeles local and a badass filmmaker. What's up?
0: Ooh, I don't know about badass. That's it. It's a big cup to fill.
1: But, I mean, the thing is, you fill those cups, though.
0: I guess. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so I want to get started on, like, what is it exactly what you do?
0: Well, that's a general question. Mm-hmm. Should I start from the beginning or should yeah, I Yeah, just... from the beginning. Well, it all started with my mom and dad. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so, basically, I'll just fast forward to the whole filming part. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'll start in college, so I graduated with a BS in civil engineering from Cal State Northridge. Mm-hmm. Worked in that for a year and a half, and I quit my job because I was 21 years old working 60 hours a week mm-hmm. in an office. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to do this for 44 more years. I can't I can't do this. I have to live my life a little yeah. bit more. So I explored filmmaking a bit, and I made a video with my friends, and they said it was really good. So I started filming Greek parties. Mm-hmm. Well, first Greek life events at CSUN for... You know, various sororities, mm-hmm. and then I expanded into uh, USC, and that was kind of like my uh, jumping-off point. Okay, because USC is you know huge, mm-hmm. so I filmed every fraternity and every sorority, and I did all their parties, and I released it on YouTube, and I got some views here or there, and I started working for this company called I'm Schmacked mm-hmm. who's this the crazy college party company, and I traveled uh, across the U.S. for some videos and. I started DMing DJs with my work, and I was like, I'll shoot you for free, mm-hmm. just give me a chance, and a couple of DJs gave me a chance, and some DJs paid me, which is pretty sick. Yeah. And then when I hit a certain point of level, of level I uh, started getting into music videos, mm-hmm. and then I got this music video, and it was like a 20K budget. Oh, and shit. And this is a kid that gets paid like $100 a video. Right. Right. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And then a day before the shoot, they pulled the plug.
2: Oh, my God. And I was
0: like, like it was like my world shattered. Mm-hmm. So I was so upset that I ended up creating a reel mm-hmm. of all my work mm-hmm. out of like, I don't know, is it spite or just yeah. out of just madness? And yeah. I just let my creativity flow. Mm-hmm. And I sent that reel to every artist on the Coachella lineup, on the mm-hmm. EDC lineup. So I was sending like hundreds of emails a day for about a month. And then I finally got a hit from uh, DJ Mustard Mm -hmm. and his manager. And yeah, I worked with him uh, once at Beyond Wonderland, which is a rave. Oh, right. And then again at EDC. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And then again at Hard Summer. And then they brought me on full time after this like two month internship of like filming this weird filming er era. But I got through it. And then, yeah, I traveled, traveled the world with him. I made I made about I want to say 175 videos last year. Damn. 180 maybe? That's a lot. Yeah, and then maybe like a couple like maybe like 5 or 10 this year mm-hmm. before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it, it was it's been the most excruciating and gratifying journey anyone could ever ask for and to do it in it in 2 years. Yeah. Is like Incredible. nuts. Yeah. So I've yeah, I've just I don't even know where to start, but I've I, I've just seen a
1: lot. Mm. So, a lot. you mentioned you um you quit your engineering job, yeah, to pursue filmmaking. So, did you? How did you get to like know what you know now in filmmaking? Was it? Are you self taught, or did you take classes, or how did you learn?
0: Yeah. So I uh, I I was I am self taught. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say yeah. I guess I am self made in a way. Thank I I, <laughs> I learned I learned everything off YouTube, mm-hmm. Google, and YouTube. So everything that like Gary Vaynerchuk says and all these top brand like influencers, influencers say mm-hmm. when they learn off youtube i followed what they said every day when my friends asked me to go out for a party i said mm-hmm. "Nah, i gotta stay home and learn these video mm-hmm. tutorials and i learned how to film and how to edit practiced every day and then i got a shot and i took it yeah and then i f- took off
1: and at what point did you because you said you were like reaching out to different like djs and like and did, an artist as well, or yeah. just okay. And then, at what point did you realize, like, okay, I'm confident enough in what I do to be able to like send it out?
0: So that that's a good question. You never, you're never gonna know you're ready. Mm-hmm. Like when I quit engineering, and I grew up in an Asian household, mm-hmm. telling your parents you're quitting your career, especially of a noble career, right, It's pretty intimidating. It's, yeah, of course, yeah. I was like, uh. Yeah, this is going to be scary but yeah. they were fortunately supportive mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah I just I, 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 you never know your, when you're ready so I just I just pulled it like I I, I emailed Drake mm-hmm. I emailed Ariana Grande mm-hmm. I emailed everyone everyone yeah. Justin Bieber just to see what happens
1: yeah and then when what feeling did you have when you like when you first got an email back on anyone that you've emailed like what was that feeling like oh shit like someone like responded or you, how did you take that
0: So it was for sure, like, I for sure got butterflies at first, Mm -hmm. but then I kind of rescinded back and thought, okay, like, you can't be weird around these people. Right. Like, they are celebrities, but they are humans, Mm -hmm. and they don't like to be, like, you know, looked at weirdly. Mm -hmm. So I felt, I felt, I felt more grateful. Yeah. And then when I got the opportunity, I just kind of let my work speak for itself. Yeah. So that way it could be like a gateway into a conversation in the future. Mm-hmm. And thankfully it was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when you, like, when you first got the, the job with DJ Mustard, were you, like, nervous at first? Like, were you, or was he? Oh,
0: yeah. The- <laughs> Hell yeah. How did yeah. that go? The first day I pulled up to the studio and it was like, it was DJ Mustard, it was YG, it was Ty Dollar Sign. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, and Quavo was there. Mm hmm. And it was just weird, like you listen to these people every day, and you never think about it. And now that I've I've been in it, it's kind of like a weird mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, it's very it was very weird to see these people, but they're honestly just normal. They're just normal people, right? Yeah. And they're just, but they're just super talented, and they they just work very hard, mm-hmm. and they're good at what they do. So it was, it was cool to see that.
1: Yeah, and when it comes down to, because filmmaking is a lot of work. Like, yeah. you have to put in hours like i mentioned before i was like i'm trying to like i'm barely getting into like i just got a canon for the first time and i'm barely trying to master (laughs) like the b-roll footage because i just like i don't know nothing about anything but i i just appreciate that field so much because it just takes so much work like yeah a lot of hours were put in
0: no yeah for sure like i i ran mustard social media uh when we did like 150 some videos Mm -hmm. 175 and it wasn't just like I was a I was a, I'm a one stop shop, mm-hmm. so I have to brainstorm the creative, I have to film it, I have to teach it to him like whatever whatever I plan, mm-hmm. and then I have to edit it, and then I have to add VFX color yeah tell him when to post it, tell him how to post it.
1: It takes a lot of, a lot of, wait, did you do the drip checks and stuff like that? I did do the drip drip (laughs) checks. I love the drip checks. I did the
0: drip checks, the weight checks, the wave checks, all the checks. I did all those videos.
1: Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. uh, For the listeners that don't know what that is, uh, DJ Mustard had this like series, I think it was like a series or so, like where he would post these like drip checks and like get everyone's outfits. And I think (laughs) it would be so cool because I think it kind of like, from, like, a, per- a person that, like, appreciates the actual, like, art of it. D- aside from, like, the people in it, of course. But, like, the whole, like, you just see so much personalities come out. And I think that's, like, it just makes you appreciate the art so much more. But I was, like, those are badass. Those are my yeah, I didn't
0: I didn't talk to Mustard for probably about a year when I first started working with him. Mm-hmm. And we worked, like, pretty closely. Yeah. But just because, like, it's just, like, you got to build that relationship. Right. But when we all, when we started traveling together and we started doing all the drip checks and weight checks... And wave mm-hmm. checks his personality really blossomed on the camera mm-hmm. and it was super exciting to see someone that uh, in my opinion was a little bit more timid on camera mm-hmm. and now he's a just an absolute beast yeah. on camera so yeah yeah it's cool it was cool to see that evolve
1: yeah I've seen um, I've seen a lot too on um. do you do like Chanel stuff too um, on her YouTube stuff
0: yeah I did her I did I did the first I think like 10 episodes
1: I like that you know my, I don't know why but like my favorite thing to like see in people is like their personality especially cause like right. we're so used to seeing people like working in like work mode right yeah um and then like when I get to see someone's personality I'm like oh that's dope like like they like like silly shit too or like they have a, a great personality and that type of stuff you know yeah but yeah. so when what was like what would you say like one of the toughest like, f- like you've done a lot of film right yeah so yeah. what would you say is one of the toughest projects you've You've taken on
0: the toughest projects I've taken on mm-hmm. for him or just film in, in general?
1: general. In general,
0: <sighs> toughest project, I mean, it would probably be for him, okay. And it was probably when we went to Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just a quick sidebar about how to how I edited videos for him. Mm-hmm. He works as a DJ late at night, so in Miami, their clubs are from like His set is from like 2 to 4 a.m. Oh, okay. So when I film that or when I film whatever we're doing, whether it's a drip check with YG or Mm -hmm. or whoever's there, I have to stay up when we get back to the hotel to edit and release it that next morning at 10 a.m. Oh, damn. Yeah. So you don't sleep? No. So that Miami trip was three days long. Damn. So I didn't sleep for three days.
1: Damn, that's crazy.
0: And... We, like, we weren't necessarily eating the healthiest. So, that with like, kind of junk food. And mm-hmm. yeah. that was the toughest. And then I fell asleep when we landed in L.A. Yeah. And he called me and I, I didn't answer. And they called right. me 50 times. I didn't
1: really? answer. <laughs> You're like, I need to sleep. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Because, you know, I think.
0: That was the toughest, for sure.
1: For sure. I mean, your body, like, it needed to rest. But, like, that's, that's the, like. The
0: no sleep. Every, every video edit was zero sleep. Damn. Yeah. So, it's, like like when covid hit mm. i I slept for like a month <laughs> really I swear to god
1: the um it take because editing alone takes a lot out of you like or, are yeah. you kind of are you kind of just like used to it now or does it still
0: well we had a strategy in place and a release plan of how to do things okay okay but in terms of the editing i had it a i had a style built in like I was using gifs and vfx and Making mm-hmm. the videos as entertaining as possible, like putting my own flavor and style on it. Okay. So I knew what to do. Mm-hmm. So when they asked me to do something, I knew right away You're what to do. Know. Yeah. But getting to that point was a little challenging. Yeah. But it was like I, I I like performing under pressure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The um okay, so you mentioned uh like a very important part of like filmmaking is like even the planning you do basically you do everything. Yeah. Right. So I just recently started like learning more of like the whole planning point of like when you're shooting something that is well thought out it's not just like just a random shot you know like you're you're thinking of it through like step by step right
2: yeah and
1: how did you because it takes a lot that takes a lot of work alone like for you for example you're taking on a project and like you you guys have this goal of like all right we want to show like a drip check okay how do you how do you plan that so perfectly
0: so i would say half to 75% of the time it's pretty spontaneous okay. cuz you never know who we're going right. to pull up like at mm-hmm. Coachella
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean every major artist in the world was there yeah. so we drip checked like DJ Snake, 2 Chains mm-hmm. I don't even know everyone, Big yeah. Sean, I don't know, but um
1: so many different artists
0: Yeah, but the planning is isn't really needed so much when we travel cuz it's super quick and it's mm-hmm. super easy. But when we do like the like I did a shoot for 100 Bands promo Okay. I got a I got a budget to shoot it shoot something in the desert. I didn't get paid anything for it, by the way. Really? Yeah. I I was like, I just put all the money into the crew and the set. Damn. And and unfortunately, like they released it as a song release Uh. instead of an album. Oh. Okay. But uh, yeah. The planning the planning is kind of also a team effort too. Mm -hmm. Like if we need to coordinate with a with an artist, Mm -hmm. usually management or someone will reach out to who whoever needs to be reached out to. Oh. Okay. Okay. And then we coordinate from there.
1: Yeah, and what is, like, one of the—I know you mentioned the Miami trip was, like, a little three-day thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, is that one of the longest shoots you've done, or have you done many that are, like, longer than that?
0: Well, that's just kind of, like—because we, if we travel, he, we travel for his performances, right. mm-hmm. so his performing days. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, most shoots are usually—like, if it's a set, it's mm-hmm. it's about 12 hours.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah. And then you're just, like—you have to stay working the whole time. You're just, like, no no breaks.
0: I mean, you could mess around while the Mm -hmm. crew, like, works here and there. Yeah. But in terms of if I was one-on-one with him, Mm -hmm. it was always, like, no, I have to be determined and ready to go with whatever comes.
1: And the...
0: I will say I wasn't always ready.
1: Really? How did you you get ready, though? There's
0: times where I drank a little too much (laughs) and partied a little too hard.
1: Yeah. And it it happens, though.
0: I mean, hey, you got to live your life, right?
1: Honestly, you have to like not only love what you do, you have to enjoy it too.
0: Yeah. But
1: yeah. what would you say is like? Because you worked with de- different artists too, aside from Mustard, right? Or are you primarily working with him?
0: Well, I primarily well i I ended last month, mm-hmm. but I primarily worked with him. Okay. But I was able to work with him with other artists. Other if artists. that makes sense, right? Yeah.
1: What would you say is like the funnest experience you guys had?
0: I mean. The Vegas trips. I think we went to Vegas thirty-five times last year.
2: Damn, yeah, that's a lot. I wa- yeah. Maybe
0: thirty. Mm-hmm. It was a lot.
1: Yeah,
0: and I want to say Memorial Day weekend. It was mm-hmm. like a five-day Vegas trip.
1: Damn.
0: Um, I mean, I don't want to. I can't say too much. Right? Yeah. No, definitely. But uh, it was like it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I'll just say I lived like a rapper for oh, five that's, days. That's cool. And I didn't. I don't. Even, I think I edited like one video
1: for the whole time yeah
0: because it was kind of like uh all right we're here to like enjoy ourselves Mm. for a bit
1: that's good though you have to make time for that because if not then you're not gonna you need to take some time off too
0: yeah but yeah and i thought that way too Mm -hmm. but then something happens so quick story like i found out i didn't know so i didn't know you share rooms in vegas oh okay but i got my own room one time in like july or something Mm -hmm. because i heard after it all happened that oh, Kyle's been working hard. He deserves his own room. Oh, okay, okay. And um, unfortunately, that night, I drank too much and I missed my flight. Oh,
1: my God. And
0: then I never got my own room again. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God, Kyle. So I actually was going to talk to you about that, too. (laughs) So you've traveled quite a bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And out of traveling, people always hear, like, the great side of traveling, like of course different destinations and all that fun stuff right but no one ever really talks about like how you mentioned like a missed flight or like
0: i think i missed yeah i missed like three flights
1: and how do you okay because i freak out even when i'm like just traveling on vacation and i miss a flight but like when you're working like how do you handle that
0: okay two two of them i was too drunk so Mm -hmm. that's that's just my bad yeah (laughs) But the, yeah. the other one was L.A. traffic. So we, oh, were, okay. we were catching a flight to Miami and we just missed it. Me and the photographer missed it by like a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. But to deal with it, you just, I mean, management takes care of it. Right? They okay. like, they understand. Yeah, it happens. At the end of the day, you need to get there to your destination. So they just book you a flight to yeah. the next.
1: Have you ever got to, because you travel a bunch like for it, right? Yeah. Have you ever got to the point where like you lose your luggage or do you usually have carry-ons all the time?
0: No, I, I I only try to have carry-ons. Okay. The only time I had check-in was when we had our, I want to say, company retreat. Mm-hmm. And when we went to, it was like a Paris to Vegas trip. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we we had a, we had a fashion show in Paris, mm-hmm. and then we had a performance in Vegas, okay. and then we went home. Yeah. So we needed a check-in luggage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy.
1: I <laughs> can only imagine, because even like, especially because your equipment, I mean, it ain't cheap. It's pretty pricey. So it's like... Even yeah. on the stuff that you bring, it's, and it's very important too for what you do. You need it's your tools, you know. Right. So I, I've had a bag get misplaced at the airport, and I, I was livid, and it was just like my clothes and my shoes, you know. I, I could only imagine if it's like equipment for work that you need it for, because I don't. You're on a work trip. Yeah. Have you ever had a, you know, that happen to you?
0: I've never had that happen to me. Mm-hmm. If something's very valuable, valuable to me, I'll, I'll just keep it by my side. Right. And mm-hmm. I. Like I travel really light with him oh, okay. or I traveled really light with him. So it was yeah. always like one pair of pants and three shirts. Oh, okay. And that was about it.
1: That was it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm not trying to impress anyone when right. we travel.
1: Yeah. You're just working. Yeah. And how do you, cause you mentioned you do the creative side. You're a one man show, right? When it comes down to like editing creative, like yeah. how do you keep your creative juices flowing with projects?
0: dang that's a good question I don't know (laughs) it just kind of happens I I guess it just kind of I mean living living in the world of music definitely kept me inspired because like I hear songs that are unreleased Mm -hmm. which is one of the small like underlying blessings of working in the music industry Mm -hmm. you get to be a fly in the wall here and hear songs that are unreleased Mm -hmm. and i and that definitely like kept me inspired because i was like oh crap like these guys are making some good music yeah i want to like make some good visuals Mm -hmm. and then working with not work working with but yeah meeting creatives and seeing their work working for other artists Mm -hmm. like the baby has real goats Mm -hmm. drake has Theo mm-hmm. um, You know Travis Scott Has this guy named White Trash Tyler
1: Okay Oh so, I think I've heard of him Yeah
0: Yeah these guys are like The top of the Food chain And they're mm-hmm. doing the best In the In the entire world And so it was kind of like Those guys Kept me inspired And motivated Yeah To like okay I definitely want to be on that level Right Yeah
1: and do you ever, have you, like, had a conversation with them? Like, when, because, I mean, I'm sure at shows. I tried. You, it's hard, though. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Well,
0: like, I, I DM them, and I yeah. get it. Like, yeah. I get it. that Because, yeah. like, I've been in that position where sometimes I don't respond to people. Mm-hmm. And maybe they get hundreds of DMs a day. Um, But at the end of the day, I know they're doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, whatever question I have for them, there isn't much they could say to me that I wouldn't know. Right. At the end of the day, it's kind of like, do your best and research everything on your own yeah and work with people that want to work with you and if Mm -hmm. not then that's about it right but it's all about like carving your own path your own style Mm -hmm. and instead of chasing people you let people come to you right and that was I think one of the biggest things I learned
1: and it's true though because like in any field that people go into like I think especially when it's like something where they express themselves creatively I think a lot of people try and like get other people to believe in them before they believe in themselves and like they don't feel that like like how you said you reached out to like god knows how many people like to reach out for your work and stuff right and then you heard something back like you d- you put in that work aside yeah. from aside from the work uh from like sending those emails and like getting responses of like that, but like learning like putting in the time to like watch those youtube videos learning how to edit like transition yeah or there's little, a lot it puts it's a lot of work because when if someone were to see, like, one of your projects now that you've done before, like, that you've done previously, they'll say, like, oh, like, it can't be that hard. Like, but they, they don't know how many. It's true. But it's like they don't know how much hours you put in. Yeah. In it,
0: it would have been nice to have, like, two, three people on the team. Like, mm. I could just film and one edits and someone else does another thing. Yeah. But un- unfor- unfortunately and fortunately, I was mm. tasked to do everything because we had two people do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the creative director, I think he kind of parted a ways last April of 2019. Oh, okay. So I was tasked with kind of like picking that up. Oh, okay. And yeah, I think I knew I was doing something right when mm-hmm. I was getting job offers from other people and other record labels, mm-hmm. and they were, I guess, poaching me from him.
1: Oh, that's good. Like, and
0: yeah, it was cool. It was really yeah. like reassuring that I was like doing something right. Mm-hmm. But I, I told, I told them like. Thank you, thank you for the offer, but I'm gonna have to stay.
1: Yeah, and how do you like? How do you? Because you mentioned like when you're in like when you're in work mode and you happen to be like a fly on the wall. And there's like obviously artists are like playing music and that type of stuff. Are you like a fan of hip hop or do you have what kind of music do you like?
0: Yeah, I'm a yeah. huge fan of hip hop and rap. I mean, it's more rap, but right, yeah, definitely I'm a huge fan of it.
1: Yeah, because I always wonder too. Because I know some like photographer friends and they do like certain events but they're they don't really know much about that but like with filmmaking you're you're in the world of like hip-hop you know yeah and how does that like f- how does that play out when like you remember before when you were a fan and you were just kind of in the outside looking in and now you're like actually filming the <laughs> filming the live you're you're recording and stuff like that you know what i mean with the artist
0: yeah how do i feel about like, that
1: does it make you appreciate music more
0: uh, I'm going to say for some artists, yes. Mm-hmm. For others, no. Yeah. But for for some artists, yeah. Definitely yeah. makes me appreciate it more. Like, these guys rip songs out in, like, either f- five minutes or
2: mm-hmm. some
0: take the entire day. But yeah. the ones that do it in, like, five, ten minutes, it's crazy, mm-hmm. like, how they do it. Whether it's a sip of alcohol or just mm-hmm. a quick, just puff. Yeah. Like it's crazy how how fast they they can create songs. Yeah, and that was super like, because I thought I thought they I thought there was the the songwriting process is you write a song, mm-hmm. and then you sing it or rap it. Yeah, but rappers no, all the rappers I've seen they just freestyle.
1: I've heard that too.
0: It's it's crazy.
1: That it's it's like a crazy different. It's like such a different world. I I just love seeing people just get into like their zone where they're just like. You hear about so many different artists that just literally, like, don't even write. They're just literally, like, get in the booth and just hear a beat, and then they're good to go. Yeah. And then, they're, like, they'll be in the... Some, like how you said, some will finish the song in, like, a couple minutes or even, like... I know there's so many stories of Lil Wayne just, like, going in the booth and, like, doing, like, certain songs. And I'm <laughs> like, wait, how does he even do that stuff, you know? But there's just... I don't know. It's just such a crazy way to see how the... Not only just hip-hop, but, like, artists in general... Creatively they just work so differently, but it's yeah, it's still the same field if that makes sense like you're a no film, Yeah, you're yeah. a filmmaker, but like every other filmmaker could do things differently. You know what I mean?
0: I think every other filmmaker does do things differently. right exactly and every artist I've seen in film they record differently.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean the f- the fastest song I've ever seen recorded it was f- future d- recorded a song for mustard mm-hmm. And it was like five minutes Damn. and it was like a banger
1: Damn. And we were like, wait, what? How did you five (laughs) minutes?
0: Yeah. Okay. It's like, all right, you're worth your 40, 50 million, whatever you make, man. Like, hats off to you. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys, those guys are doing it right.
1: Yeah. And so you mentioned about like the places you've traveled to. Which ones would you say is like your favorite place you've traveled to?
0: Company retreat, hands down. Really? He took us to the Bahamas. Oh, damn. Yeah. He took the close, the close circle. I mean, yeah, he took the close circle. Mm Mm-hmm and he took uh so he had, do you know who Ella Mae is uh yes yeah she i mean the boot up boot oh up girl. there we go yeah. yes mm-hmm. she uh she's part of Mustard's label she's signed to Mustard's label oh, okay. 10 summers and she was at the bahamas too and i mean 3 4 days at the bahamas mm-hmm. all expense paid trip we went on yachts jet skis damn
2: that's bad. I didn't.
0: By the way, I didn't know I had to film mm-hmm. on the second day because I thought it was a vacation. Right on the second day, he's like, "Yo, Kyle, this recap video is gonna be fire, huh?" <laughs> I hadn't filmed anything. By the way, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, I missed the jet skis yesterday. Yeah. I missed this." Yeah, I'm like, "All right, I'll film." Mm-hmm. But honestly, like, it was. It's a blessing, guys. Like, it was a vacation for Ella and mm-hmm. management because yeah. you know they worked their asses off. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know. Having me create a recap video of all of us enjoying our lives together mm. with his family wasn't wasn't like hard to do. Right. Yeah.
1: And when, like, what would you say is like, was that yours, like, your all-time favorite one, like, you've traveled to, like, yeah. Bahamas, for sure? Yeah. yeah. Have you Hell been yeah. there before?
0: No. No. I've never been there. Every place I went with him, I've never been. Really? He took my club virginity. He took my paris europe virginity he took my tropical tropics virginity yeah he took my new york one my miami one really everything
1: that's awesome though because you have these like experiences of doing that and working and like being aside from someone that you like you were doing that you know you travel so much with and stuff like that you know yeah that's
0: why i don't have any like regrets now now that we're not together anymore Mm -hmm. i just i'm super thankful for everything that happened and I don't, like, I don't see that I could have done anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I think I stopped working. Yeah, I stopped working from, like, July 31st. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, i I've kind of, like, at peace with that.
1: And that's a, that's very important for people to understand, too, because when it comes down to something that you put your time and effort into it and right. you, you enjoy it and you appreciate it, Yeah. Um, that's the best thing because what it's when you have those great things and you don't appreciate them when you have them, you know what I mean? Or like, just the the life experiences and shit like that. Because some people are like, oh fuck, I wish I would have appreciated that time or this time, but like, you appreciated that.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I'm not gonna lie, I complained a good amount. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, we gotta go fly here now. Jeez, we just came from here. Yeah. But in the moment, you're always complaining. Mm -hmm. But now that I've, you know, I'm not with him anymore, I've thought about how much we've done. Yeah. And it's like, Crazy, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> and
1: the so, what's next for like what goals do you have that you want to do? For do you still want to continue with filmmaking or do you want to go different avenues? The only
0: filmmaking endeavor I would probably pursue is cold hard directing, producing, or just shooting music videos. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I was a videographer mm-hmm. for Mustard, so vid, my videography career is kind of retired. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm selling my cameras literally right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it would just be like hiring a crew or getting a budget together to shoot mm-hmm. something cool or creative. But as of now, I'm focused on creating financial independence, mm-hmm. freedom, and a company. So I got my... I told you about one of them. I'm mm-hmm. going to do a podcast too.
1: Oh, yes. I'm excited for that.
0: <laughs> and then I uh, have a, a clothing company I want to start. hmm It's going to be about the future. Oh, cool. So the name's going to be really cool. Yeah. I I think working for him, too, taught me branding. Oh, okay. So I I, I have a good idea about that. And then I'm also now a stock trader.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. And so, like, and all the things that you did, you've learned so much experience along the way. So what is, like, so, for example, you talked about your podcast, which I'm excited that you're going to start one. Because I feel like... I feel like you have that personality for it.
0: Hopefully, like, I'm learning from you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, taking down notes right now.
1: No, I think one thing that I always like to let people know is like, and we we talked about this pre- previously as well is like, as long as like you love and really enjoy what you do, which you you know you kind of have an idea with, like the work you've done is like, yeah. When you enjoy what you do, you kind of don't see things like as a burden and shit like that, or like, oh man, I'm. I'm wasting my time. No, no, no. Like you put it look at the positive instead of the negative and you kind of even though you may not see like the um the outcome at the moment, you have to appreciate it for you know, be patient with it.
0: Yeah. You no, one hundred percent for sure.
1: So what's um what's next for Kyle aside from the podcast? You said the you wanna create is it do you wanna do more like a sit in the director's chair now that you have the experience with everything you do or?
0: I mean, I don't want to be too like st- like standoffish about being a director. Like, mm-hmm. I'm only gonna be a, no, I I anything film related in terms of set stuff mm-hmm. or music videos or commercials or even movies or mm-hmm. short films. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to tackle that. Yeah, but in terms of working for an artist as a videographer and like following them around with a camera. Yeah, I I'm done with that. Yeah, like I I think I did everything you could have done for that. Mm-hmm. Besides making a feature film, oh, okay, yeah, which and has only been done once, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Wait, what kind of feature film?
0: So, Travis Scott released a Netflix documentary called "Look, Mom, I Can Fly."
1: Oh, okay. And
0: it was predominantly filmed by his videographer. Oh, okay. T- uh, Tyler, so that's kind of like a one-off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but in terms of that, that's probably like the peak of videography. Yeah. And he's he's you know he's doing well with whatever he's doing. Yeah, but I I feel like with what I've been given and what I know, Mm -hmm. I feel like I hit my max potential with videography Mm -hmm. and me getting older. It's like the financial upside of videography isn't Mm -hmm. that high. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I was getting paid a decent amount. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't think I was getting paid what I was worth. But to be honest, no one in this world gets paid what they're worth. Mm -hmm. So it was a tough pill to swallow and it just kind of forced me to like you know what maybe i can't work for anyone else so i want to work for myself mm-hmm. and hire people who want to work and create something special
1: yeah definitely and that's a it's very important to understand that on your own you know cuz i think when i like my issue was like i would hear that growing up cuz i had like like my dad was an entrepreneur he had this like successful business but like he would give me all these tips and i'm like dad what do you know like <laughs> but like he's over here doing good but then like it wasn't until, like, I started realizing on my own, like, oh, shit, like, you really do. It's okay to understand, too, that, like, sometimes, like, the goals that you have, like, you have is, like, a different path than what, like, you know, what you're set for. Because I think, like, we, one one issue with me was, like, I kind of, the goals that I had in the beginning was kind of, like, very, like, small. It wasn't, like, no, like, it wasn't until, like, one of my mentors was, like, no, Maria, what would you do if... Like no one could tell you what to do. Like what? what no, would that's th- a great question. Yeah,
0: who asked? Who asked that? Your mom?
1: No, it was actually. I um, remember it was uh, my friend Bree. Shout out to Brianna Deerick. A, hey. she did. Um, I re- she had no no one of my friends had ever asked me like Maria, what would you do if like no one could tell you you're crazy if you're doing it like your your main goal like and I'm like oh well fuck I don't know and like I remember having it was like a, I think we did like a Friendsgiving dinner and I was like um I think it'd be cool to do a podcast Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny cause we were um I had never been in Beverly Hills before that and like I was like oh shit this is crazy like and she's like well you could do it I'm like okay cool like oh yeah I'm mean you to a podcast I had no knowledge of anything <laughs> like I didn't know shit like I didn't even know I didn't even know how to go about things or right. anything like yeah, that yeah. and then I remember she had told me like Okay, well, you know when when you do have when you get started, just let me know, and then I'm like, well, yeah, if you're down, you know, and then she's like, yeah, just let me know, and then when you know, I did mention like we ended up doing an episode. I'm like, oh shit, like she really did come out here for the episode. That's yeah, that was cool. It's such a blessing because like you get to see like what you could accomplish, just like setting more goals and like like it's okay to know like you know what you've experienced, all you you want you could ever want in that that field, and it's like all right, I know I could get more like follow yeah. my dreams and be happy you know what no, i mean yeah
0: that was good that's a good question to ask anyone
1: yeah so i i, I like to like talk to because i anytime i get to know people i like to get to like know like what they genuinely like love to do or what their goals are and shit i'm not good with small talk and shit i don't know if you can tell <laughs> i really don't love, worry
0: about it yeah it's a chill environment with good yeah. vibes here
1: yeah i was like i really love the 'Cause like and, and the work you've done is like you could tell you put in the like qual it's quality work.
0: Yeah. Well, like, I mean he yeah. I wish he hadn't archived everything. Yeah. But oh well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't have anything else saved? Is just it was just like
0: No, like so all my work was on his Instagram. Because oh, I didn't stringer. I didn't post everything. Oh. That's just that's ludicrous, it's too much. Yeah. So, like so he had I wanna say maybe five hundred to seven hundred posts last year.
1: Damn. And now it's... And now it's maybe, I mean, like,
0: 30. Because he, he like, he oh, archived yeah. everything. Because he, like, he lost a lot of weight, too. Oh, okay. I was actually, um, I guess, kind of his, like, weight loss coach, in okay. a way. So, during quarantine, mm-hmm. he took this challenge for three months to lose, uh, like, 40, 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he started at, like, 265. And it's mm-hmm. all over his Instagram. Like, he told mm-hmm. the story, but... I was fortunately, like, so during COVID, you know, you Mm -hmm. can't really see anyone. Right. But he fortunately let me and his assistant and probably only his manager into his house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we would talk every day about what to eat,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, when to eat. I made him, like, a weight loss schedule, a Mm -hmm. diet, a grocery list. Mm -hmm. I told him why he can't eat things, when to eat it. I told him about the workouts, like you should do sprints, you know, you should be doing this, you should do more mm-hmm. Stairmaster, do more, you should do Peloton. Yeah. And he did things on his own, too, mm-hmm. with his own knowledge, um, talking to a lot of people, too, as well.
2: hmm
0: And, uh, yeah, I just kind of, like, kept pushing in, and, and I kept motivating him, and I gave him ice baths, and,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, taught him, try, tried to teach him as much as I could, because I played volleyball in college. Oh, really? So I learned how to eat healthy, and I learned mm-hmm. how to work out correctly. Mm-hmm. And I told him about that and he kind of leaned on me for some help and, mm. you know, w- whatever the story is told at the end of the day, mm. you know, he put in the work, he cooked the food, mm. um, you know, he, he he did the sprints, he did everything, mm. but it was super uh, super gratifying and super cool to, he- to help him along his way. Yeah. And he, he didn't lose weight for like 30 days, but then he lost everything in the next 90 days. Damn, that's Cause great, I man. Yeah, I, I was telling him, like, bro, was like you need to step it up. So I, when I gave him the weight loss calendar, mm-hmm. I put, like, little marks for him to hit. Mm-hmm. And he hit every mark. And it was super, it was yeah. super, it was great. That's awesome. Yeah. He lost, like, 50-something pounds.
1: Yeah, I seen, um, it came up on one of my, I'm on my timeline. And I'm like, oh, shit. And you could tell it's, like, health, the healthy way. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, and it's so, it's great to see people that, like, Genuinely like put in the work and shit. Like when it's like, yeah. damn, like that's great to see, you know? Because they're you're living a lot healthier. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so what? um
0: I yelled at him when he like ate badly. <laughs> really? I'm like, what? <laughs> you ate an Oreo? <laughs> what? That's funny. He's like, no, no, no. I just had one. I'm like, what? You're like, what did you do? Nah. Yeah, he had a bet with someone, so I, every waking moment I was like, you can't do this, you can't do this. Yeah. But you know, it was, it's all water to the bridge.
1: Yeah. The, um, I remember, I think I had seen, um, I don't, did you do the Tiana Taylor one back when Yep, the you check. did that one? That one was funny. Like, oh, I, the dancing. Yeah. The dancing one. Yeah. That one was a good one. Yeah. And then like, I don't know. I just, it's because it was like super entertaining, but again, you see the personality side <laughs> of things and I'm like, dude, this shit's hella funny.
0: I mean, that's something I want to talk about quickly. I may do everything film related, mm-hmm. but it is a collaborative effort between mm-hmm. me and him. So, mm-hmm. nope in the beginning I would get suggestions from outside people like mm-hmm. management or other people they're like hey do this do this do this and I'm just like yeah 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 but at the end of the day it's not about you guys it's mm-hmm. about it's about Mustard and it's about the video Right. so Mustard's personality and humor mm-hmm. really showed on camera as the videos kept progressing mm-hmm. and I just enhanced it with VFX and enhanced it so it truly was a collaborative effort I think mm-hmm. We were like Shaq and Kobe last year.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: in terms of content, yeah. On, I, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see anyone else doing it.
2: Yeah. And, and
0: there, they, there were other people talking about us. Yeah. Like I heard a uh, Top Dog was talking. Like, really? I, I met with someone from Top Dog, and they were yeah. wondering. They were like talking to him and talking to me about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, yeah, like you, you don't know what's coming. There's, a, there's a lot more in store.
2: Yeah.
0: So, you know, maybe it could have been cool the next year if, yeah. if I stay with him. What, what could have happened? Right. And if we traveled again, but honestly whoever is in charge of his videos now
1: mm.
0: i wish i wish them best of luck.
1: yeah there's um in in that work when you said people would see like that collaborative effort like with between both of you guys and even like from like the outside and like people within that same field and stuff like that it's like people could see like oh shit like it's it's like a it's like a, a work relationship that's like it just kind of like blossomed and it was like oh yeah. shit that's dope like you know like with the work because it, again it was quality work it was like everything just looked so it was great for especially for I think it reached that like demographic of like the millennials and shit like that where he's like oh shit it looks like we, we had never seen that side of mustard prior to that because it was just like yeah I mean of course he has slabs you know like he has a bunch of like no songs. he's
0: a really cool dude like we obviously we have our arguments mm-hmm. every now and then and they can get uglier they can get okay but he's a really cool dude yeah like he let me wear his chains <laughs> really in the club yeah yeah and like w- w- sometimes we'll have our uh heart to heart moments mm-hmm. which which is cool mm-hmm. but yeah i think when he started letting me wear his he let me wear his uh like 700 hundred chain
2: damn yeah
0: i'm like he put it on me on new it was on new year's yeah and I I walked off stage mm. and everyone freaked out yeah they're like Jesus Christ where's Kyle oh he's wearing the chain yeah <laughs> I walked to the table and I'm you know I'm hammered so it definitely yeah. wasn't the best idea but it was cool
1: and would you guys walk around with security all the time or how would that yeah, work? yeah yeah
0: yeah there's there isn't that many moments where mm. where security is needed mm. there's there's a couple um but it's mainly just just people like riling us up for yeah. no reason like yeah. trying to get a rise out of nothing really yeah it's really annoying
1: yeah cause how would you guys handle that though
0: I and I'm not a celebrity yeah. but the the celebrities that get harassed by TMZ mm. and those like photo people yeah I totally understand now yeah like that's I'm so sorry for them
1: have you ever had like any encounters with them TMZ yeah or like paparazzi in general
0: oh yeah yeah mm. for sure yeah
1: are they? Because I always see that they they look very aggressive, like on the the shots at the end of posting and stuff like that. Yeah, like there's one that um has like a YouTube page and like it just they don't even try and play it off. They're just like, "Wow, I'm in your face!" And I'm like, "How is this even <laughs> legal? Like, this is crazy."
0: But, yeah, I mean TMZ, not so much, but paparazzi was the mm. biggest in Paris.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I mean, granted, it was Fashion Week, but we were walking to the Louis Vuitton show Mm -hmm. and it's hosted by Virgil Abloh the biggest creative director in the world
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and the walk to the show was like about a half mile on a white carpet and you got the biggest names in the world walking it Right, and I'm walking there right behind Mustard Mm -hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden on the half mile carpet there's around maybe 300 photographers damn yeah
1: Damn, that's crazy. So,
0: I, yeah, I just ran out of the shot. I was like, yeah. you, you, you guys aren't here to see me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and have you ever had, like, a um, something, like, at an event? Because there's photographers at events, and there's, like, people with cameras at events. Yeah. Do they ever, like, mix you up in the crew? I mean, obviously not the team. Oh, you yeah, really? for
0: sure. Yeah.
1: Has How has that been? Has there been any experiences where they're like, AA, hey, hey, you can't cross this line? Or, like, they don't think you're working with who you're working with? Or is it usually they kind of know?
0: Mm, the dumb ones don't know Right <laughs> Yeah But the, usually Most of the time They know Yeah So for example He has a He had a yearly festival Called Summer's Fest Oh okay He had one last year He had You know Sweetie and the Amigos And 2 Chains And Big Sh- Like he had all The best oh, mm. He had the best artists In the world mm-hmm. But uh I was in charge Of the entire media team Oh shit And I was in charge Of regulating cameras On stage and off stage Like Uh huh The manager put me in charge of that Mm -hmm. so it was it was great Mm -hmm. because it was my first time managing people Mm -hmm. it was like six cameramen yeah and uh when i saw cameramen going on stage that they shouldn't have Mm -hmm. i was like oh crap yeah this isn't like i gotta talk to them yeah so i did my best but at the end of the day being in that position i was like you know what it's not about the cameramen so much Mm -hmm. if the artist wants their cameraman on stage Mm -hmm. let them have their cameraman on stage because it's the relationship w- between muster and these artists right that's more important yeah than me with anyone else
1: yeah and would you guys have that a lot like where it comes down to because on stage like when there would be artists like in that case like would you have different would would some videographers or photographers not even ask they would just do it or
0: um no it, it's a lot of like feeling it out oh okay okay so like at rolling loud la here we had uh, YG was performing mm-hmm. and we came on stage with him and Roddy, mm-hmm. Roddy Rich came on stage too mm-hmm. to perform a uh, ball in the box. Mm-hmm. And we weren't allowed to go on the catwalk. Oh, OK. But we just rushed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I was like, what are they going to do afterwards? Like? I was
0: actually chased off stage. Really? Yeah. In London.
1: How did that? Go, like, How did that happen?
0: So uh, we went to London to perform Pure Water with the Migos at mm-hmm. Wireless Festival. Mm hmm. And you know mustard goes on. He does his thing. Yeah. And then I'm filming on stage, and I'm like, like I have a wide lens. It's like a eight uh, millimeter. I don't mm-hmm. know. If, yeah, but it's not expensive. important. It's no, not. No, but it's
1: expensive. I know that for sure. Those lenses aren't. Oh cheap. no,
0: this, no. This is. A che- I was talking like I have a wide lens on, oh, okay, so yeah. I have to get closer to the artist. Oh, uh-huh. And the catwalk is like I don't know fifty feet mm-hmm. to hundred feet. Yeah. So I just run to the Migos. You just run. I bit. just run in, and then I I they turn around because they don't see me mm-hmm. and like. I lock eyes with Offset, yeah. and his bodyguard sees me, and he doesn't know who I am. Yeah, so he chases me off stage, no and I'm like running back, and yeah. you see the camera movement like running back. Yeah, it was super funny.
1: That's crazy. That was <laughs>
0: the funniest moment of my filming career.
1: <laughs> Getting chased, but like, how do you carry like, like when you would be working, like, how many camera? Would you just carry one camera or just one? Yeah, just one.
0: I travel light, and then I get the shots that I need, and then mm. I. I'm a pretty confident editor. Okay. So for what I need to do, I don't need like a 6K like right Marvel Avengers yeah camera quality yeah. Well, this is for Instagram, so what we what we needed to get was just was perfectly fine. So I had a little yeah. Sony,
1: and that's the thing though, like because sometimes like there's like the main thing is like the actual like quality of like the content that you're getting from like the. From like how you said, like you were running to like, did you even get the shot or no?
0: Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, you got did. the shot. Oh, you got to oh, yeah. die for the shot. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you no, got to die for it. I'm,
1: I'm gonna die for this. But. It's
0: always like, if you don't get it, you're fired. In my head. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's not that's not happening.
1: Have you ever got in trouble? Like, I mean, aside from that time, like where you got chased, have you right. ever gotten in trouble from like um, being in a spot you're not supposed to be or not really?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: But like, what can they do? Like, give you detention and shit? Like, no, mm. they can't arrest you, right?
0: No, I mean, I said I work for them. Oh, okay. So, I'll, this is another cool story. I was working for, obviously, for Mustard. We went to Camp Flognaw here in L.A. for okay. Tyler. Mm-hmm. And Drake was a special guest. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he got booed.
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was so sad. That was crazy. But
0: we tried to get in, and our wristbands were all different. Oh, and okay. I was trying to prove to them, like, oh, no, 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 I got, I'm the filmer. Like, I work. And they're, like, they are just were not buying it. Really? Yeah.
1: So then what did you do at that point?
0: So I had to sneak in through the back, and I proved to like a lesser—I don't want to say educated, but a lesser like informed person—right about the process of letting people in. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm the filmer. Like, I'm I'm here for yeah him. And then yeah, I, I was able to meet back with Mustard because y- it was crazy.
1: Yeah, because it's like, and it's not like you could call them because it's like there's like, no signal no, at these the, festivals. Yeah, Have, well, you've been
0: to festivals, right? Yeah, I've been right? in
1: festivals, where, and you can't, aside it's from nuts. like. They're not being signal. You can't hear shit. It's like, so loud. Yeah, it's like, it's crazy.
0: Oh my God, being on stage, I blew my ears out the first couple times. I immediately went to the store and bought earplugs. Really? I was like, I can't do this anymore.
1: Which, what, what was your first festival you worked at? In my life? No, like re- for recording, like for, for work.
0: Oh, for mustard? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I guess in for mustard. Or in general. In general.
0: Festival? It was probably... It was probably beyond Wonderland for okay. mustard, yeah.
1: Which was loud. I'm assuming.
0: Oh yeah, that shit
1: gets loud. I've seen videos and it. It was
0: like maybe like five thousand people. Damn. Ten.
1: That's crazy.
0: Not really big speakers, bigger than these.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And so, okay. If what tips would you give someone that like? Okay, you said you you learn like on like basically self taught YouTube. You look you research your like on your end on what you want to yeah, like learn and stuff like that. So, what tips would you give someone that doesn't know what they're doing with filmmaking and like wants to learn? Like, oh, you know what, that'd be cool to do.
0: I'd say before you l- learn it, ask yourself if you enjoy it. Yeah. And if it makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And it you're not doing it for the reasons of getting clout and money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Once you answer those questions genuinely, then I would say go straight to YouTube and learn mm-hmm. everything you can. There's a bunch of filmmakers I learned from. I can't remember their names, but Sam Colder was a huge one. Mm-hmm. Rory Kramer was another huge one. Mm. Uh, I mean. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many I learned. Mm. It's just it's just a lot of technical stuff, too, like how to use the software. Yeah. And then a lot of it is just creating your own flavor. Mm. Whatever's best for you is what's best for your future.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned in the beginning that you know you, um, Gary Vaynerchuk kind of hit some inspo to you. Yeah, huge uh, fan of him. Same, um, <laughs> I love him. Um, he did like he. I love his way of like talking to people because he a
0: little aggressive. Yeah, you know. But gets there.
1: <laughs> I, I love that he cusses and like I think that's just like I just understand better because when people cuss, I'm like, okay, they speak my language. Yeah. But like, what was it about him that that got you inspired?
0: It was the like. I mean, being like, I'm 25. Yeah. So, him emphasizing patience was huge for me. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be patient and work hard every day. And I did that. But it's also just, he's, his biggest thing, in my opinion, is being thankful for being human. Yeah. Like, he argues, like, you could have been anything in this world. Mm -hmm. You couldn't, you didn't even have to be born. But to be alive, to be healthy, to be working in whatever you want to do, Mm -hmm. yeah, you may fail, but. You're doing something. Yeah. And he, he taught me to be, uh, you know, more humble about things. Yeah. Because he's like, he he did things when he's older. He started his company when he was older.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's it called Jeff Bezos started when he was 30.
1: Yeah.
0: He started Amazon at 30. Elon Musk is one of my heroes. He started Tesla. I don't know.
1: I don't even know what. Yeah, he's young, too, because he's not he's not old either but you're young too for what you've like done in your career too yeah 25 is crazy
0: and excuses he taught me to like not make excuses yeah because the excuses are for the weak
1: you know that's the thing where i love that he speaks to like the youth in a sense where it's like look like the way of of him like like teaching is like a way that like i love learning because it's like a. He kind of says shit that usually people that try and, like, motivate you don't, like, are scared to say, like, look, like, no, get off your ass, I like, go do, like, yeah. put, put in the work because no one else is going to do it for you. <laughs> like, literally, like, um I remember, like, when it was, like, during the the beginning of, like, the stages of the podcast, I had, no, like, literally no idea how to do shit. yeah um And I, like, would just listen to Gary V like, nonstop, like, consistently daily hours and shit. And I'm, like, okay, so, like... I I mean, I could do this shit. I could figure it out along the way. It's not like, you know, it's going to be tough, but you have to put in the work, though. Like you have to. For sure. Like how you said, you have to genuinely like love what you do. Don't think about money. Don't think about attention. Don't think about any other reason besides your genuine love for it. And then just watch it grow.
0: Yeah. And it's it's easy to say, but it's very hard to execute. For sure. Because when you're actually in the battle to do the job Mm -hmm. and a lot of sticks and stones are thrown your way. And you got to get the shit done. Mm-hmm. You got to really fight through it. But yeah. to do it consistently is tough. Yeah. So.
1: It's true. It's 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 easy to like hear like all this like motivational shit and, qu- and see all the quotes and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it's when life hits you and it's when you have to execute all the shit you learned. Yeah. That's when it's like, all right, let me let me make sure I ta- I've learned everything I learned. Or like even leaving, like, like there's been jobs where I've left and I'm like, okay, look. It was just my time for me to grow from it. And then now it's, like, a place where, like, how you said you have to genuinely love what the fuck you do. Yeah. And that's, honestly, that's the bottom line when it comes down to shit. Because, like, so many so many people like that have, like, asked, like, people ask all the time, like, about, like, podcast. I'm like, yo, I'm down to help anyone that could, like, learn how to, that ever even wants to learn how to do shit. Because I'm still, like, in the beginning stages of things. But anything I know, the knowledge that I learned, the hours that I put in with shit, I'm down to teach people. But... I always tell them, you just genuinely have to fucking want to do that shit. I can't, yeah. I can't create your podcast where you're no, like, yeah yeah, yeah like that's why I'm always just like, no, if you're down, like if you want to learn, like hell yeah, I'll let you know, I'll let you know what the RSS feed is, like I'll let you know like all this shit because like, <laughs> what is that? Exactly, because it's like, um, I love, honestly like all like the mentors that I have and shit that people that I've reached out to, like I've, I've never been embarrassed to like ask for help either, you know?
0: Yeah, I had a hard time with that, asking for help. yeah. Cause I, I didn't like asking for help. Yeah, it, it made it made me feel like I was weak
1: mm-hmm.
0: or dumb.
1: Yeah, initially, so. you, initially you think that though. I thought that yeah. in the beginning. But yeah.
0: then I, but then as time went on, I was like, okay, I, I need help because I was yeah. just doing too much.
1: Yeah, you have to like, I had to, cause I'm stubborn as fuck. Like I'm really really stubborn. Like I could be stubborn, you know? Yeah, allegedly. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Just end
0: everything all with allegedly.
1: No. Uh, no, all my friends are like, because they think, I, I don't know if you're like into like horoscope signs and shit like that. But uh, my friends think because tortoises are like super stubborn and I'm like, all right, no, like you guys just want smoke. I'm not going to fight you guys right now. But all jokes aside, I always tell them like, I think in the beginning stages of things, I was always like, not, I was just always more like shy. I'm like why would anyone want to help? Like, th- why would anyone want to help? Like, there's no way people would want to help me, you know? Yeah. Until I actually, like, started reaching out. And, like, I don't, I also don't blow people's phone up either. I'm just more, like, if it's genuine on both ends, then yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, if it's, yeah. like, um, that's why I'm always, like, hell yeah. Like, if people are, like, genuinely want to know, like, any questions they have on shit that I know, for sure. Like, I'm always down to help.
0: You so. remind me of, uh we went on a press tour. hmm you remind me of a girl named Angie Martinez.
1: I love her. There we go. Shout <laughs> <laughs> so out to Angie. Yeah, I love. her Do you her know so her? Or you just know no, of her? No, I just like love her. She's like, I would love to meet her one day. You remind
0: she, you. I feel like you could be like an Angie Martinez.
1: Yeah, I love. Her. You know who I really, really love? He's like my top because I like study interviews, like for, usually hip hop ones, but there's um, yeah, Big Boy's my favorite one. Yeah, he's the best. I think because
0: he, he he's really good at. Like peeling information out of artists
1: without without, without trying awkwardness.
0: Hard. Yeah, because yeah. I
1: just feel like him. Like the way he does it is just like the, any anyone that ever goes to his show, they kind of just know. Like, all right, I could talk about whatever with Big Boy, and then not even like feel no yeah. pressure. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean he he's good at what he does. Yeah,
1: so that's him that's and- the thing
0: is like people don't think. People think they could do what he does. Yeah. But when, if you were to test those people, they won't.
1: They won't. Or like they try too hard and it's like, yeah, it it's doesn't, not the same. Yeah. So that's why I like them because he's an OG and he's an OG. So like they just, you could tell they put in that work though, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, definitely for sure. Like one day I'll, I'll meet them. I've always like dreamt of like having an interview with Big Boy or even interview him. Like that'd be fucking sick because I don't think anyone's ever had him on a podcast. But Big I'm a, Boy? Yeah, has he done any? I don't even know. Well, he's usually the media guy, but uh, I don't. Know I feel he's. like he has. He does like, I know he does a lot of like L.A. things, which I love. oh, you
0: mean where he's not the host?
1: Yeah, where he's not the like where he gets interviewed.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Well, hey, is that like, your like main podcast person? You want to podcast? Is that the right word? Verb um, podcast.
1: Um. Well, I have a lot of different like. I usually have like I'm different guests that i want to have on who's your
0: dream podcast guest
1: um who well i'm a big like basketball fan right i can't see the team because i feel like you'll, you'll ask kobe me bryant
0: look. would be mine oh
1: man yeah that one was uh god
0: 2020 sucks
1: yeah definitely i got just choked up thinking about him but um oh
0: i cried yeah he was like he was my hero yeah you talk about work ethic and who i looked up to for work mm-hmm. ethic, it was him
1: yeah, he put in work. The um, I really like... Well, I'm a Celtics fan. And <gasps> I'm going to leave. No, nope. I had to tell you... <laughs> I'm out of here. Take my mic. I, I had to tell you towards the end of the show because <laughs> I don't want you to leave early on. But um, no, but I really like... Um, I like the people that, of course, like, you know, Kobe... Shaq was my favorite player of all time. So when he dipped... In, when he left LA, like, and he like went to Miami, and then he went to Boston, and that's when I'm like... I didn't really understand the whole like teams and trades and shit because I was young. I was a kid. I didn't really. Yeah. All we knew was basketball. So when um, it wasn't up until Shaq left that I kind of understood trades a little more. And that's when I'm like, oh, shit. So it's just like kind of like a business thing, you know. For but sure. How many videos did you guys do last year?
0: I want to. S- I counted it, too. I was at like 150 by November. OK. Or it's October. Yeah. And we did a couple more shows at the end of the year.
1: Uh uh-huh. That's a lot. That's putting in <laughs> yeah. a lot of work.
0: Yeah, but because had- there are days like when I was in pa- like people think I edit in the hotel room all the time. Mm. It's like no, I edit in the car, I edit in the van, Damn. I edit in the Escalade, I edit on the plane. Down. I edited on the beach. I edited in a in a store. There's a photo of me in Paris, mm-hmm. mustard shopping for a, for an outfit. Yeah, and I'm editing at the cashier register damn because paris is like is it eight hours back or eight hours ahead of, I think of la
1: i think it's back i could be wrong yeah
0: something so yeah i have to like as soon as at like 4 p.m i mm. gotta get the video out in an hour
1: damn yeah
0: I, I knocked this edit out in like two hours and it was crazy that's crazy yeah i was dying
1: see that's the shit people don't know like yeah that, the time difference too yeah the time difference the like lack of sleep the like Everything, everything. I
0: I would say the the rigorous video release schedule definitely hindered my creativity Mm -hmm. because it was like shit. Like I got a video due in two hours, yeah, and I have nothing.
1: Damn. (laughs) Yeah, you're like no pressure. What am
0: I supposed to do? Yeah. So there's been a lot of times where that's happened, but by the grace of God, I was able to get something.
1: Yeah.
0: And you know, you know, I mean, I we did really well. I think he started with like. When I came on full time he had about one point one million followers and he and he's at now like two point four. Oh that's cool. So I think he I got we, we, we got like another like one point two Yeah. Him.
1: Yeah. And did you like the social media stuff, like working with social media?
0: I did at first, mm-hmm. but I never wanted to be a videographer. I always wanted to do music videos. Oh, okay. So I voiced that to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was really uh Like, on a real serious note, it was really disappointing Mm -hmm. to see jobs that should, or at least be given a chance on me to write on. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have been given to me. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you're hiring the best directors in Hollywood, you're paying them hundreds of thousands of dollars to to do your videos. Yeah. But in my head, like, I I had a really close friend on the team, on the Ten Summers team, and we always spoke about that, you know, I could have done this, or we could have done this, we could have shot this we could have produced this together like yeah they're not doing anything that we don't know yeah and it's not like i'm the one actually shooting it like we have a crew to do that yeah and so i think them investing hundreds of thousands of dollars into me into a video is kind Mm -hmm. of like a huge step yeah that i guess they weren't ready for yeah but that was like another big reason why i had to leave is because i verbatimly asked them that and they were saying like no like we don't see you as doing that Oh, okay, okay, and I was like dang I wish I got this answer like a year ago Yeah, but you know it all works out at yeah. the end of the day
1: yeah I just gotta stay positive and you know you have that you know you have that like talent too like you have that like creative side where you could just come up like how you said you came up with certain things out of like not having anything and then you made up po- like a creative post about it like or you've created that content you know what I mean like yeah. sometimes you just go from nothing to creating something I think that's one thing that like it's a talent that you have, but it's, like, a thing that, like, you may not see, but, like, you're going to really, really go far. Like Yeah. Really,
0: like- I, I learned how to make gold from nothing. Yeah. With videos. Mm-hmm. So, and there's time, there's been times where I've thought I hit the record button and I didn't.
1: Oh, my God. That's happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. And
0: it's- I look back in the hotel room and I'm missing 60% of what I shot. Damn. But he doesn't know that. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah that's crazy so where can like can where can people find you on social media are you usually on instagram or
0: yeah i'm on instagram i mean i'm on a little like social media cleanse okay but yeah i'm I'm mostly on instagram and Mm -hmm. i deleted youtube and tiktok off my phone because i want to like increase my productivity okay but um yeah i'm on instagram just at kyle Dejamco.
1: okay awesome well i'm excited to see where you go from here with all the creative things you're going to do in the future. Yeah,
0: I'm excited to see where you go from here, too. Thank
1: you. We definitely got to do this again in the future. Hopefully, by next time, we'll you'll have your podcast going,
0: too. Hopefully. Yeah, Hopefully, excited. I'll have something going.
1: Yeah, you you will. Yeah, yeah. You just, honestly, you just have to trust the process. Yeah. Because a lot of people are just like, d- even though you don't know, like, what's going on, there's this one, I've read this, like, Law of Attraction book, and it's like, um, it, like, you know, when you're driving at night and shit, and, like, you have the like, the headlights on, like, you're still going, even though you can't see everything else, you're just seeing what the headlights show, right? Yeah. But somehow you still keep on going, but you just trust that you're gonna be able to make it home and shit, right? Yeah. But it's, like, that's kind of how life is, though, too. Like, you may not know anything... You don't know what the fuck is gonna come out of nowhere and shit. Yeah, yeah. But you're still, you still on that path of just, like, doing great things. And then, like, being the genuine person that you are will... That alone will make sure like you're gonna get far yeah
0: I mean when I released that article on my Instagram I didn't expect that much of a response yeah and p- the stuff people were telling me and DMing me and messaging me yeah I didn't realize how many people were in a slimmer position yeah so you know to, to not give up but to retire from something that I yeah. finished I was really excited to start something new and mm-hmm. I think people needed to hear that from someone else so they could do what they want to do yeah I yeah
1: yeah you're gonna change a lot of lives kyle so i'm excited to see no
0: don't say i'm not elon musk
1: yeah you're the um ali version no i'm just kidding no the i think the thing is like you never know like how you said when the with the article and people hit you up like when you did the article you may not have realized like people are gonna hit me up after this like people are gonna understand like my perspective on things or like from a creative point of view yeah because like It's easy to see from like the outside looking in, like, oh shit, like, all right, Kyle's job looks hard, but like, I may not know like ever, like, how many hours it put, like, you put in and shit.
0: Like, I'll, the thing is, I'll show on my Instagram, like, the private jets and me flying everywhere and me enjoying life and Uh. bottles and diamonds and money, Mm -hmm. everything. But that's just social media. Like, you only show the best parts. Yeah. But, I'm the type of person where if I want something, I'm going to go get it. Mm. Like I'm a hustler. Yeah. And and when I set my mind to something, it will get done. Yeah. That's why all that in my bio right now is new project coming soon and yeah. I'm super excited to when I have every all my affairs in order. Yeah. And to drop everything cuz I'm a brand ex not expert. Yeah, I'm a brand expert mm. in a way mm. for social media content release and with the people that I plan to work with mm. and release it with and share it and evolve mm i mean i have really high expectations for 2021 yeah yeah
1: that's dope and i'm excited for you Thank so i'm excited for you too thank you for taking the time to do the episode i know it was kind (laughs) of like not short notice but i was like i just was hoping you were down because i'm like i think it'd be great to have you on and and just talk about like the the work you've done the the hours you put in like all the all the shit that people don't really know when it comes down to when they just see your one of your projects like they don't yeah. really know like oh shit kyle's like a real person and he's actually badass at what he did like he's
0: yes i still brush my teeth <laughs> i still go to lax
1: yeah you you miss flights to i still was... uber <laughs> i still check in yeah yeah but thank you so much for uh coming out and yeah thanks for having me yeah no problem so thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode and you guys could follow kyle on our instagram and let us know what you guys thought of today's episode and stay tuned for the next one